Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, 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 and welcome to Touchdowns All Day with John Barber, the podcast that don't need no stinking sponsors to deliver beautiful, beautiful, beautiful music to you guys. And I say that because, hey, we, we don't have any sponsors. We don't need any. But it, it might be nice to have one, just to say. Um, just for something to talk about, you know what I mean? Got to fill some space here. Uh, but we are released. I just want you all to know we are releasing this week. I literally had to get a high-res photo for the cover art because... Either I'm blind, I thought the photo, the low res photo looked great, but apparently everyone has better eyesight than me, and, uh, you know, I thought I had eagle eyes, but uh, not for this kind of thing. So I've been going back and forth with the most amazing human on earth, Mr. Dave Van, who has taken this incredible photo that we're using for the cover art, so we're, it's going to be nice and high res for you guys, and I got this nice new microphone, so uh, I don't have to you know, deal with the other microphone. It's still here, so it's cool. We're friends still. So I was kind of inspired. I was talking to Steve from Splice, and we had a little conversation about, like, you know, the podcast and all this fun stuff and music and what jams we should do. And he alerted me to the fact that it's the 20th anniversary of 4799 at Alley Cats, and he really, really, really loves the shimmy bassist jam. Which I remember the show. I remember Alley Cats really well. I remember the evening. It was just at a crazy time on a really long tour. A band was super hot. And I remember it was this kind of, this kind of like, this old, like kind of a larger bar, really, you know, with a balcony and, you know, it's like a little bar with a balcony that makes it a big bar and you can turn up real loud there and you can really blow that place out. I'm pretty sure that's what we did. So we're going to listen to this. I have not heard this perhaps in years and years. It is the 20th anniversary. And that's what this podcast is about. We're going to celebrate. And this podcast, you know, I'm thinking about it. And we're, this is the fourth episode, obviously. And I'm cutting it on a Sunday night. I'm feeling inspired. Let's let's chat. And I really feel like this podcast is super important. Like it's it's going to be the driver for the whole music thing that we all create together it's this is the driver think about it like the podcast has to be done every week there's no real excuse for that or something like that every week or every two weeks or probably trying to do every week if i can for you guys and i gotta have stuff for the podcast i gotta have stuff for you guys to listen to i gotta have stuff to talk about i gotta have you know content as they say so the podcast drives all that now. So you guys, you need to listen to the podcast. You need to subscribe to the podcast. You need to get your friends to subscribe to the podcast. Just have everyone you know load up every single podcast system, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, all of them, right? And just subscribe on all of them to the Touchdowns All Day with John Barber podcast because that guarantees that I got to do stuff, that I got to make music, I got to put 
together a podcast show for y'all and I got to have stuff to talk about that I believe in and I think you guys are going to like that stuff. So the podcast is going to drive this whole thing and I'm going to prove that to you this week. This is episode four and we're dropping a new song. That's how much proof I got for you. We have a brand new song we're going to drop that I made with my buddy Eric Zane. We sit in the studio and we work songs out together and we made this song currently called The Sample Has a Name. I don't understand that title, but that's what we were going with at the moment. And you could just, when you hear it, you'll just get it. Now, it's very, very raw. We did it in about three hours and we didn't really chance to get a chance to go back through it and change stuff. And so there's a lot of things about it that we're going to change. But now that you're a listener of the podcast, you get to hear the version that I get to hear when I come home after day one and a brand new song that we started from scratch. I'm going to play you what that sounds like. So you can get an idea what, you know, th- what where we're at at the three hour point with a totally brand new song. So welcome to Touchdowns All Day. Use the hashtag Touchdowns All Day on Twitter to be part of the conversation. And definitely check out the Osiris Podcast Network, who is our network for the Touchdowns All Day podcast. They are the people who help us get this to you. So I guess, you know, it's Sunday night. What could I be doing besides this? I guess I could be watching Game of Thrones. So, you know, I don't want to leave Game of Thrones out of the podcast because it's it's so important to our culture. So I just want to uh, let do a quick chat on Game of Thrones because, you know, we all watch it probably, I would assume. So, guess last episode. Let's talk about last episode. Uh, everyone talks to each other. Uh, the one guy rides a dragon for a second, and that was it. So, that's about a seven-minute episode. So, Game of Thrones, you are 47 minutes too long, my friend. You could really cut that down just a hair. Or you could kill some people. So, I'm just kind of crossing my fingers that when I do finish the podcast here and go watch Game of Thrones, that, you know... We get some at least some gratuitous HBO quality sex scenes that justify the fourteen or fifteen dollars a month that that site charges. I mean, it wasn't that what HBO was supposed to be all about. And also, you know, somebody's got to die this week. Please, I'll kill him myself if I got to. Anyways, let's move on. I want to tell you guys a quick story about. You know, the music business. So when we're talking about like the Touchdowns All Day podcast and how it helps us in the music business, helps me in the music business, right? I want to give you an idea of the music business from my perspective. So the Biscuits, we played, we played Mount Fuji once and it was maybe more than once, but I think we played it once where we were actually, the stage was literally on the mountain, and the mountain was right behind us, and then there was this roller coaster next by, which is like the craziest roller coaster in the world. And they wouldn't even allow that roller coaster in America. It's too scary. And so we're playing in this incredible location, and we're, we're, we have a gorgeous stage, base of one of the most famous mountains in the world, and it's, it's an honor to play there. And we flew all the way there, and we, we ate so much ramen. And we're at this place, and, you know... The Biscuits were playing great, and we get out on the stage, and we're smooth, and everybody's wearing, like, you know, good, relaxed, flowy clothing, and it's a little windy, and we get out there, and we play this just beautiful, 
fantastic, lovely, sweet Miles Davis-y type of jazz transfusion jam band set that I was really psyched about. And the crowd seemed pretty psyched, too. They were they were clapping, they were dancing around, they were having fun in a jam bandy way, and it was it was great experience. And so basically, it was a couple bands, and then us, and then the main headliner was this, you know, pop Japanese band, right? So we were the American band. We got to play right before the headliner, and then there was this pop Japanese band that played after us. I didn't know anything about them. I'd never even heard of them before. So. We walk off stage and have a ramen, and then we walk back to stage to watch the headliner from the side of the stage. And so I'm standing there, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder what this is going to be. And from behind me walks seven gigantic mascot panda-sized, huge, furry, multicolored, colorful, huge, big-head panda things. And then a bunch of people like look like they were hired from the marching band are running around the stage and the lights go on and these pandas start running around the stage and the music sounded like from El Mariachi with the guy with the little Casio where he sits there and presses the salsa button on the Casio keyboard and it was just like and all these pandas are running around and I looked out at the crowd and they were going bonkers. They were going crazy. They were running around and laughing and cheering and clapping like nuts and they knew all the song and it was just it was a humbling humbling moment for me because we had really brought it on a deep spiritual level and the crowd did not give a fuck they didn't care at all they were they had their pandas at that point and they were happy and um yeah, that was the time that, you know, I realized that what the music business really is. You know, that's that's what it is. It's at the end of the day, there's just a bunch of pandas jumping around. No matter how serious you take yourself, no matter how well you put it together, if you're not wearing a giant mascot outfit, eh, you're only doing 60% of the job. You're not doing the full job. So, I don't think the Biscuits are going to adopt the full mascot look in the future. Uh, I think that's a hard sell, especially for Alan, because, you know, he's got a lot of movement that he needs to do. He would need a specially crafted mascot outfit, perhaps by NASA. But, um, I mean, you know I'm into it, but I, I just don't know if everybody could do what they want to do. You know, there's those... Those outfits are hot. It's hard to see. And the, the running and the jumping does not, you know, it's not very conducive to jam bandoms, you know, to playing a good thing. So just wanted to let you know that that's the real world from my point of view. So today we have a great episode. This Alley Cat show is from 4-17-1999. You can check it out. There's a, there's a thieving magpie on there. There's a, there's a fiddler in the voices, and we are going to drop a piece of the shimmy into basis for y'all's enjoyment. So let's hit the theme song and let's get moving. We're mass communicating. 
Touchdowns All Day with John Barber podcast. Use the Touchdowns All Day hashtag. Be a part of the conversation. Don't be a stranger. We're mass communicating. The theme song has survived to episode four. I have no idea how. But we've been working anyways. We're working on some stuff. We're going to drop a new song for you later. Let's just go through the show dates real quick for those of you who are unaware. The Biscuits are playing Red Rocks. Two Ogden warm-up shows. This is May 23, 24, 25. That is the holiday weekend in May, Memorial Day weekend. And y'all are going to have the day off. So you should really come out. Come out to Red Rocks and see the shows. It's a really great time. And... Uh, if I get a chance to give away some Red Rocks tickets on the podcast here, I will. I just have, this is episode four. I don't even know how to do that yet. You know, I'm learning. I'm learning as we go here. Uh, but we're just ripping a podcast on a Sunday night now for no reason, except for, hey, this is awesome. And the podcast drives. The podcast drives the whole thing. You know that. I know that. We're going to prove it tonight. Let me just talk for a second about this Disc Jam show, June 6th through 9th in Steventown. I've been kind of glossing it on previous podcasts, but I'm learning all the Lotus stuff, and it is really cool. I'm really psyched about it. The guitar lines are great. They're different than what I would do in those situations, and it's really exciting to see that different take on that music and you know how Mike Rempel gets around those songs, and he has all these great ideas and I'm learning from him and I really like it. I'm super psyched to play with them and I'm always happy to go back to disc jam. The, uh, the disc jam is kind of like one of the few festivals where you could just go barefoot the whole festival, which for me, as you guys probably have figured out over the years is a huge selling point. It's a huge plus, you know, shoes. Everybody loves sneakers. You know, I, I sat, I had, brunch today with uh somebody who works at a, a sneaker site i think it's called goat and they have like you know they're just selling yeezys and other like real high-end sneaker stuff and people are crazy about this stuff just absolutely crazy now i do like killer kicks so i get it but at the same time i'm gonna carry the torch for bare feet bare feet barefoot I'm going to carry the bare feet torch. You know what I mean? When I lived in Brooklyn, I used to uh, I used to live right by where Biggie Smalls lived. And I think kind of around the corner from where Jay-Z used to live. And at night, I used to do this weird, like, you know, strange, almost Asian practice of having a uh, walk around the neighborhood in bare feet even though there's glass on the ground. And I don't know why I did that. I still haven't figured that out. But uh, Disc Jam, it's grass. It's much nicer than Brooklyn for bare feet activities. And I think that it's going to be a really great show. I'm super excited for that. So I just want to let you guys know that the Disc Jam Festival is the jam, with the exception of the Super Jam Jam, which is Camp Bisco in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And that's July 18th through 20. And I know you're all going to be there. And hopefully we can give away a few tickets to that on the Touchdowns All Day with John Barber podcast. Because uh, honestly, if we're not giving away tickets on the podcast, you know, then 
we don't have that like Vegas gambling vibe like mixed in a little bit. And yeah, that's a bummer. That's a bummer. You know what I mean? You got to have a little bit of that. Uh, somebody wins. A little victory feels good. A little success feels good. Got to celebrate your successes. So let's jump into some music. I'm actually uh, cutting this podcast before I've cut the music because I had the idea, you know, of let's do this. And now I'm doing it and I'm realizing I don't have the music. So I'm going to cut here and I'm going to go get you all this tracks and then I'm going to come back and we're going to listen to some jams from the Alley Cats, from Alley Cats for $17.99, Richmond, Virginia. And this is like, this show is... You know, 99 is a year where the biscuits were really gelling on all cylinders. And apparently this is some of the most prime example of that, that we're going to find. I'm sure there's tons of examples and we're going to find them all. But let me cut and go get you that one and we'll play it for you right now. get this you know 
on camelback going over a huge desert landscape mirage. This is hot too. I dig this. This is almost this it's almost another song even though the lines are so close to the previous section. I like it. I, I don't I think it's just like a beautiful setup for this moment.
very exploratory. Super, super jam band right there. You know, that's what we do. It's very jam band. Um, let's let's keep going here. Let's get to the to the thing. Let's do the thing. This is dub. This is I love this. This is dub biscuits. Beginning dub biscuits. This is great stuff. We don't do this stuff enough. This is the nastiest. I think it deserves to be said right now that this is 
you ain't shutting us down version of basis. I think the lights are on in the club. The place is trying to close. And this is what the biscuits are doing when everyone's trying to go home.
inside melody. It's it's the right call so often because it doesn't doesn't really compete for the top of the jam. It sits in the middle, sits inside the chords as much as you can and still keep it characteristic so you can make an actual melody out of it. That's the trick. And that's, you know, that was awesome. That was what the inside melody is supposed to do. It's supposed to push the energy up 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 but not pull the energy up you know what i mean all right as promised the song y'all heard in new orleans on friday night this is three hours in our bounce you get to hear where we were at three hours from scratch we had basically nothing. Three hours later, this is what we had, and I haven't gone back in and re-edited it. Yet. You know, so it's gonna sound like three hours in. This is what this is what I take home from the studio every time I go in. You know what I mean? I take something like this. file in and Ableton warped it so this is faster and I'm just gonna let it ride because it sounds pretty cool
I always thought of this part as the real beginning of the song. We'll probably move this over to the other side. Maybe bring the triplet line in the previous part in early and let the, the hard riff under that part go through the rest of the section. Tighten that up a little bit. Fifty-seven. That song shreds. That song rips at one fifty-seven. Um, just out of curiosity, what is the correct tempo of that song? Which is no longer the correct tempo because that's clearly the tempo now. Um, one thirty is the old tempo of the song, and no, that was fun. It's fun at that tempo. So there we go, folks. I told uh, I told Rich I would do a. Uh, a more thoughtful sign-off for y'all. And, you know, I just want to say thanks to everybody for listening last week. It was a really special thing for me. It was super fun. And uh, I'm psyched to make this for you. Serious technical problems today. But uh, the laptop mic comes to the rescue. And there's wires everywhere and... Uh, I don't quite know how to how to use this machine yet. But I want to say thanks to Rich Steele for picking the tracks. Thanks for Crunk Mike for helping me through today. And <laughs> well, that's, uh, yeah, whatever. And then uh, yeah, I don't know. This podcast is fun. I'll see you at episode five. Enjoy. Thank you. Where mass communicate?